Okay. Can you hear me? I, oh, I there can, we go. I can hear you. Oh, amazing. Technology does work occasionally. Yes. Uh, we'll, after getting over that hump, now let me dive into what we're doing here today. This is Oli at Soccer STL. And I'm talking to an old friend in, from the industry, J.P. Thompson. And J.P. and I go back uh, over a decade. Uh, we got mutual friends in the bilious. Most people uh, know Justin, who played at SIUE and had a brief uh, professional career before injury knocked him out. Now his little brother Jacob is also over at SIUE. But anyways, uh, JP has gone on to uh, postgraduate work and is established as now as a physical therapist. So. I reached out to JP because I wanted to talk a little bit about what the uh, what life could be like for players during this off-season period in terms of what can you be doing as a player to get better and just as importantly uh, and we'll, the one the part we'll talk about first is dealing with injury recovery there's always somebody it's the end of a season People were worn out, lots of games. I'm sure there's a number of you out there that are uh, either started or deep into some recovery processes. So I, I'm going to ask JP to talk to me a little bit about the uh, recovery process as he sees it at his uh, in his PT work. So JP, if you want to offer a little bit more of an introduction, then dive into that. It's all yours now. Yeah, thanks, Ole. Um, so, uh, I'm JP, I, a doctor of physical therapy, I've uh, been working with athletes and, um, the orthopedic community, uh, on recoveries, uh, for five years now, since I graduated from PT school. Um, I think the big things that are super important when we're talking about a, um, you know, a, a winter, uh, break in terms of soccer is that, you know, these winter breaks are, are rather short. Um, for a lot of these athletes, a lot of soccer players, they're, you know, a month, month and a half. Um, if they're lucky, some people will get less than that. I know um, I had uh, one, uh, one player who played in the state final tournament and then um, he'd been nursing injuries and his team wanted him to come back two weeks later. And he would he was struggling through the um, state final tournament, so he he decided to himself go ahead and just you know take a minute and and be his best own advocate and take uh, take a month off and and not train at all during December and just go the rehab route um, in coming to see me. Um, but everyone's everyone's journey looks different. Um, that's one thing that I always like to remind my patients is making sure that, you know, you're not comparing your, your recovery to anyone else's. Um, the human body is, is incredible. It's unique and everybody reacts differently. Um, but some of like the key things that are universal, uh, for a good recovery in this winter period is making sure we're keeping good sleep habits. Um, especially with it being darker earlier, um, that, that can affect a, a lot of people's sleep cycles. Um, 
And so making sure you're getting eight hours of sleep, especially for your high school and college age athletes, those eight hours are crucial, crucial, crucial uh, during that period for your recovery, your development as a human being. Um, on top of that, making sure we're treating our body correctly with nutrition. Um, during um, you know during season, our our uh, nutritional habits should be a little bit different um, than out of season. Um, you know, if we're trying to build muscle at this period, you know, you're trying to get a little bit bigger, um, get in the gym and, and put on a little bit of muscle. At this point, uh, a higher level of protein diet is generally going to be more beneficial for that versus uh, in season, maybe a little bit higher in carb because we need those longer lasting um, carb, uh, longer lasting energy that carbs kind of provide for us. Um, but from a, from a physical standpoint, there's a few things that we can be focusing on. We can be focusing on mobility. Um, you know, if, if you're constantly feeling stiff, um, in certain joints, your ankles, your knees, your hips, your back, um, making sure that, you know, the focus is on different mobility exercises. Um, if you're wanting to put on some more muscle in this period as well, um, getting to a good, uh, trainer is always beneficial there. Um, there are a number of, of good, uh, trainers in town that can help you build muscle so you're not um you know getting hit off the ball as easily but also that building the muscle is going to help from a stability standpoint um that's going to help limit injuries um you know we we worry about uh when we take time off of all right we come back and we're not quite um not quite at the same speed as we were on things so making sure that we're um, we're staying strong and, and at least doing some bits of, of strengthening work over the holidays is going to be beneficial for you to, to limit those injuries when you come back. The uh, interesting, you mentioned the trainers I've, as I followed you on social media and we'll, we'll provide links to JP and a story on my website folks, but yeah, your, your training environment, your recovery environment, it doesn't feature a whole lot of weight. You're more focused on body weight and that mobility effort it seems to me yeah um that is a big part of of the rehab world which is where i spend most of my time right now um that rehab world um is is dealing with a lot of acute injuries um a lot of you know the the uh, early early aspects of recovery so a lot less uh, of the real heavy dumbbells, benches, stuff like that, um, and focused a lot more on the stability aspect, um, which is a lot more of the body weight stuff, um, and then um, as well as the the mobility. Um, I think that there is a large um, portion, and especially with soccer players, where. Um, the athletes just aren't taught how to improve their mobility. They're, you know, you, you go through a couple of static stretches before you get on the field and then you just go out and play. Um, and, and you're not focusing on the mobility aspect of that. So I like to focus a lot of that on, 
my videos because I feel like it's an area that's uh, often underrepresented in uh, for athletes. When I when I see injury stuff, the the primary one that jumps out for me, especially with the girls, is the ACL stuff, and there there seems to be a model out there for ACL. Should are they working directly with their doctor, or are they being referred to PTs like you? to uh, do the primary recovery and build that mobility back? Um, a lot of times uh, it's they're doing stuff uh, with their, uh, some with their coaches or some with their own personal trainers. Um, I actually have a injury um, assessment that I do on most of my uh, soccer players that is, um, is designed to look at um, a bunch of different specific movements um and some focusing on um hamstrings quads um knee stability all that sort of stuff that really goes into those acl injuries um and i do that um outside of the pt world that is my own thing that i do with uh training uh soccer players so focusing on on that and i i set up a video camera and videotape it so that i can go back and watch it make sure you know everything looks symmetrical or as symmetrical as we possibly can side to side and also put it up against you know some some norms that we're expecting to see for these athletes um and so that that aspect is is something that i do myself um on the side of my pt and then um, once I get done analyzing that, I build a, a program for the athletes that will uh, help them limit those injuries. As I think back to uh, my ACL injury, I think we all sort of come into, there's always the emphasis on are you a right foot or a left foot? And that that in and of itself can often point to muscular imbalance as you favor a particular foot or a side of the body for example and, and that can be exacerbated I, I would assume during a during a recovery period so it sounds like that injury assessment process can help identify elements like that absolutely um, I one of the in the intake questionnaire I have the side dominance what side they like prefer to, to kick with um, so that gives me a little bit of insight if if one side should be stronger or weaker than the other. Uh, historically in research, uh, we shouldn't see too much variability, um, one side versus the other in terms of overall strength. Uh, they generally see about a 5% difference side to side. My kind of go-to uh, story about that is if you go and lift a heavy piece of furniture, you don't really notice one side being stronger than the other uh, when you lift that heavy piece of furniture. Um, because there's there's only about that five percent, which really isn't that uh, noticeable. But what we what we worry about when it comes to side dominance is stability. Um, how how much movement if oh, if you're landing on your right leg, how much movement we we're seeing in that knee, either falling in or falling out. We call that varus and valgus movement. Um, versus versus the left side you know is it significantly more on one side versus the other and if it is then we need to work on that stability and get you back closer to that five percent uh rather than having you too far down and especially if you're coming off of an acl rehab 
um, the return to sport baseline is is a 10% deficit um, uh, on your injured side versus your non-injured side. So we, we really don't want to see anything more than 10%. Gotcha. Well, this uh, this offered this is offered, I think, a pretty good overview of your physical therapy efforts and your emphasis individually on injury prevention and assessment. Uh, what I've asked JP to do with me here is I'm not I I don't want to we could extend this conversation for hours easily, but what I hope to be able to do is to you know, maybe as often as a week, weekly period here during the off season, say December, January, have, have delve into a little bit more detail about particular areas of emphasis, whether it's ACL, whether it's the injury improvement assessment. Uh, we've got a number of topics coming up and we'd like to hear from you. Are there particular questions you'd like to hear about that? say that you know the decision jp mentioned one player had the to take december off how has that worked out how's the coach uh, managed it and uh, what's the player looking forward to the most for example when january or february rolls around when his 30 days is up anything else to add uh, as before we close down for this first session jp no, just if you if you have any questions, uh, particularly about yourself, or um, you know if, if it's a parent for one of their kids, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, social media, Instagram is the easiest way to get a hold of me, and my Instagram is at STL Soccer Doc. St. Um, Louis Doc uh, Soccer Doc. That yes, should be easy the, to remember. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Okay, well that sounds great. Well, thank you for your time, JP, and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Have a good one.